The hours ticked by slowly. She calmed her fears by answering a few emails from several concerned parents who had heard rumors that whooping cough was going around the school, another from an old college roommate and one from her mother who had heard about the murder at the Benedim and wondered if Fiona had seen anything. In her reply, Fiona claimed ignorance. She told her that she'd left the Benedim before they discovered the body. She didn't want to get her mother in a dither with the knowledge that she was smack dab in the middle of the ordeal. She'd tell her mother all about it when it was over. Maybe. Finally, at nine o'clock, Celia wandered into the kitchen wearing a pair of Fiona's gray sweats. She managed a sleepy smile and asked, Coffee? Good morning. How are you feeling? Better. The pounding has calmed to a dull thump. So that's good. I suppose. No Detective Landry yet? Looking down at her robe while brushing back her tousled hair, Fiona said, I wouldn't think he'd show up this early, would you? Celia chuckled at Fiona's panicked reaction. Don't worry. You look cute as a button in your jammies. Are the police still outside? Fiona sat a mug of coffee in front of Celia. The changing of the guard happened about an hour ago. Do you really think we need police protection? I mean, do you think the killer has certain ballerinas on his hit list? Or do you think you were in the wrong place at a convenient time? Or her hit list? I wouldn't be one bit surprised if it was Monroe McCarthy who smacked me last night. She really wants to be a principal dancer, and with Alexis out of the way, well... I'm not sure I hope you're right or wrong. Still, she seems too easy a suspect. I'm thinking we're overlooking someone. Someone who has an axe to grind with PBT or perhaps the Benedim management. Maybe someone would benefit in some way with Alexis out of the way. I mean, it's an interesting thought. Look at you! Coming up with scenarios. What a sleuth! Celia laughed. Just then there was a knock at the door. Fiona's eyes widened. Her mouth dropped open. Harriet shot down the stairs, barking. Celia said, uh-oh, looks like Detective Landry is an early riser. I look like a train wreck. You look adorable. Go on, get the door. It'll be fine, I promise. All the way down the hall and through the foyer, Fiona was cursing herself for not getting dressed. She'd had plenty of time for crying out loud. Maybe she should have taken a shower, done her hair, maybe a little makeup. Ah, idiot. Still, in the midst of self-reprimand, she opened the door to find Detective Landry smiling at her. Good morning, Detective Landry. I'm so sorry that I'm not dressed. I should have been. I've been up since five, but I didn't realize that you'd be so early. I don't usually stay in my pajamas so late in the morning. I mean, of course I don't. I'm a kindergarten teacher. I'm usually at school by this time. Well, not on Sundays. There's no school on Sundays, but sometimes I stay in my pajamas a little later on Sundays. She looked beyond Detective Landry. And it's a snowy Sunday to boot. In an elf-like voice, Celia whispered in her ear, Help! I'm talking and I can't shut up! Letting out a sigh, Fiona said, I'm sorry. Please come in, detective. Would you like some coffee? Thanks, Ms. Quinn. Don't worry, you look cute as a button in your jammies, he said as he stepped into the foyer with another man behind him that Fiona hadn't noticed. She was too busy rambling like some sort of love-struck teenager. Uh, idiot! Thank you, I think. With that, she closed the door and then realized who the man was that came in with Detective Landry. Her old ballet master, David Shepard. Fiona was impressed at how good he looked for his age. He was tall and lean. He still had the look of a dancer, even at 65. 
She admired how well he portrayed the role of Dr. Coppelius. David immediately gave Celia a kiss on the cheek. This is such a terrible situation. I feel so badly about Alexis. I was stunned when I came back from lunch to hear the news, and I was equally as stunned when I heard you had been attacked too. Celia stepped out of his reach. I'm fine, David. You remember Fiona Quinn? David enveloped her in a hug. Yes, of course, Fiona, my dear. So happy to see you again. You're lovely. Good to see you too, David. So what's this all about? Well, I sure would like to have some of that coffee. I have a seat in the living room. Celia and I will get the coffee. Celia followed Fiona into the kitchen. What is David doing here? Fiona asked as she pulled a tray from the pantry and placed several mugs on it. You'll see. Fiona gave her a look. Why don't you just tell me? What's the secrecy all about? The detective needs your help, and I'm hoping you won't turn him down. Oh, I'm not sure I like the sound of this. 